0: Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan presents Matt Smith and Kyle Reese.
1: Good morning and happy Sunday Matt Smith and Kyle Reese on Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan. Good morning Mr. Reese. How you doing buddy? Doing better now. Doing better now. Yeah, now turn, that you get your, your mic on. on, turn it on. All right, You're doing well, great. Talk yeah, to me. Talk to me. I'm here, man. I'm here. It's Sunday morning, today, man. I'm, 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 you want my on. best today? I oh best my gosh, that's asking for a lot. Why would you ask me for that? You that's don't want much. friends that don't demand your best. That's true. That's true. You push me to get
0: better. You get. push me to get. How's your week? My week is great.
1: Yeah. What'd you get done
0: this week? Oh man, wrapped up our June camp. Had oh a, nice! Had alumni barbecue. Alumni <laughs> barbecue. Da- daughter's birthday was yesterday. Got to see all the kids that are off to bigger and brighter. There you go. Yeah, there you go. That's and you said time. daughter's daughter's bar- birthday. Daughter's birthday was yesterday. How old? A big barbecue. She just turned two. Two. Oh and, boy. Uh, you know how so, so. You know how kids' parties are. Yeah, of it's course. It's just an adult barbecue. It's really pretty what, much what it turned into. Yeah. Uh huh. So, which
1: is the best. Which is what it's supposed to be. Good time. Right. Man. Good time. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like you you get those invites for one-year-old's barbecues. I'm not accepting those. Like, I hope you guys have a great time. But I just assume you're all drinking and, you know, having a nice time. Basically. Basically. What should I bring?
0: Beer. Beer. Exactly. Exactly. Well,
1: happy birthday. (laughs) How
0: how about you? Week was good?
1: Uh, Yeah, man. Just down here. Just down here and grinding away. No worse for the wear. And, you know, it's been a big week across the sporting world. With NBA free agency kicking off and NHL free agency yesterday, and we're just barreling our way towards training camp. I mean, we're in July, and you're making friends on Twitter, making friends on Twitter, but not anymore. Not anymore. Nobody's making friends on Twitter anymore. Because I'll tell you something, Elon, he can get bent. <laughs> I, this guy, man, I, I just you're not your favorite person in, on, on the- no. Man, Twitter's Twitter's just about to be done. I, I think I think we we are at that precipice, which. I was having this conversation yesterday because I've been looking forward to NHL free agency for a long time now. You know, I want to see how the apps are going to reload and all this. And to, to wake up yesterday and have that bogus occur where he's limiting how many tweets he can see. And there's these there's, – I was reading these um, these articles by these people who have developed a lot of these apps over the years. And people were saying that they think what happened was he tried to change a critical part of the interface – and it did not work, and it was going to take several days to fix. So they kind of came up with this to cover, and that's why he had to amend the plan. But either way, I I think we are seeing the beginning of the end here. And and as soon as I get that blue sky social invite, I am Audi five hundred. I am. But but I will say, from a, on a serious note, Twitter is the best way we've ever had to keep up with news in real time, and it's going to be a massive shift. If we have to wean ourselves off of it, because the infer, you know, there's there's I would say 40 percent of it is jokes, but 60 percent of it has a real purpose. Networking. I met I I have networked in incredible ways through that platform. And not only that, but just like I said, for what we do for live tweeting, for keeping up with news, you know, uh, up to the minute, it, it, it makes it significantly more challenging and I know the people on our digital staff yesterday were having a real problem because it's just not easy like that's how we communicate now so we're gonna have to I I can't imagine that it won't
0: be long before something else comes and takes its place too it's an amazing tool um I use it for coaching a ton there you are our kids use it obviously for reaching out and and visibility those things so it it, it stinks that you kind of have the the wizard yeah. <laughs> behind the curtain yeah. running i it. don't know about that. Um, the wizard yeah don't pull that curtain back yeah pay no attention to what's going exactly. on back here yeah so i i understand the angst that comes with it but uh but you know when you when you centralize stuff like that you know and and you have that single source because you're not doing the same thing on Twitter that you're doing on Instagram sure right? or Facebook or Facebook or anywhere else so um you know he paid the piper he's picking the tune and, yeah and it stinks right now, yeah imagine spending forty four billies to just thunder uh
1: to a, screw a, around a, an incredibly wildly popular you know business it's it's just to screw around like I said the other day on air I said None of the features that he's added have actually been beneficial whatsoever. They, no one asked for them. Well, it's, it, it's a mess. It was working before you fixed it. Exactly. That's what I said yesterday. I said, just just put everything back the way you found it, right? That's, that's what I want, like a house kiss. You come over, put everything back Here the way you found up. it. Exactly. I don't want to know that you were there. So we'll see how that progresses, but it will change the landscape of the way that sports are reported for sure if it is, in fact, permanent, these changes he's made. And again... He can get bent. <clears throat> Yesterday was NHL free agency, and the avalanche retooled. Yeah. yeah, they retooled a little. But in the process, they said goodbye to Eric Johnson. Eric Johnson, who was the longest-tenured Denver athlete. I believe it's that, that honor now belongs to Charlie Blackman. But EJ on Twitter today released, or not on Twitter, on Instagram rather, of course, released a statement, and he says, To all my loyal avalanche teammates staff coaches and fans across denver and the state of colorado and the world i wanted nothing more to do than to retire as a member of the avalanche but things don't always work out the way you wanted or planned and now i'm moving on and he's moving on to buffalo kyle where he signed a one-year three-point i think it's like three and a half million dollar deal which credit to him he would never gotten that here so the longest tenured
0: athlete in denver is now gone what does that mean for him you know does he get a is this change of scenery going to revitalize his career? Is, I mean, or is it just extending it? Is he yeah, just I playing think he's for just getting a year? little.
1: Yeah, I think he's getting a, another paycheck here, and you know, he's still. It's tough to say goodbye. You know, if the game doesn't say goodbye to you first, it's tough to walk away like that. There, yeah, it, it brings up the door, right? It brings up the conversation because not everybody gets to go out like Peyton Manning did, you know, or John Elway did at the top of the mountain. That's a really, really, really rare way to go out. Even Michael Jordan came back, right? Right. So that affects nobody. (laughs) I'm saying it, it (laughs) doesn't happen very often. And to, to not be able to run it back, I imagine it's tough for him. But again, you've got to maximize on your earning potential on your earning window and in hockey, you just don't make that much money. So I'll be sad to see EJ go, but again, the Avalanche would have never paid him that and shouldn't have paid him that. So I hope he goes to Buffalo. He's a great mentor for a lot of the kids in the locker room up there because they're a fun, young team, the Sabres are, and I think he'll be a great added dynamic to that locker room. So that's um, that's EJ. And again, we thank him for all the memories,
0: 13 years as an av. Yeah, it, it stinks because there's some – the, the, the sentimental I'd say sentimental value for a person but there is right we, mm. we grow attached to them because they've been here so long sometimes that clouds uh your vision of their productivity right it's uh, it's just EJ right it's, it's, it's just Charlie it's just right brand- right you take him for granted yeah you take them for granted, it, yeah, yeah. them for granted and and at times they don't play as well but they know that you you love them so mm-hmm. you, you allow them to stay in the basement
1: yeah so. and whenever EJ was healthy that's the thing he, whenever he was healthy in his career he was a hell of a player man he was always always producing for them he, in their cup run you know that cup year in 2022 2021 2022 he led the team in hits you know it, it, it's not like he was just some sieve out there no he was a, he was a big member of that team one of the more physical players and the abs are going to have to work to replace that toughness One of the moves they made yesterday is something we've been talking about now for a few days. Keep your eyes on the name Miles Wood out of New Jersey. And they picked up Miles Wood yesterday. They signed him to a six-year, $15 million deal from the Devils. He's a third-line player, Kyle. He lays the wood. He's tenacious. He's got some sandpaper in his game. But he's also a productive player. And Joe Sackick at the draft last week, Kyle, said the Avalanche want to get more gritty this year. They want to be a more physical, tougher team. They felt like they were a little slight. And I think against Seattle, we saw that.
0: Well, and I was interested when I heard some of the comments from last week just because I'm like, man, this is a team that's a year removed from a championship and it almost feels like the sky is falling a little bit. Like, we didn't have the grit. We want to get back to, right? You you heard some things that Mm -hmm. we were just like, is this not the locker room that we thought it was from a fan standpoint? Because they didn't speak as um, as we would as fans. They, it sounds like they don't love their roster.
1: Well, they didn't, right? And, and Sackick was talking about he wants to get back to competing, get back to contending. And, right. and it's like how far away did you get from it in a year? Further than anyone wanted to admit. That is the God's honest truth, and that showed itself in the playoffs. Even without Nachushkin, they they wouldn't get through the second round. They just didn't have the legs for it, the production throughout the lineup. And again, they punted at the trade deadline, and they reaped the rewards of doing that. And the thing about it, Kyle, is... That's a that's a proud franchise, right, with Joe Sackick, but that's also a guy who's been there and done that before, so he can understand maybe a bit of a cup hangover the next year and not having the same fire, the same motivation, the same drive, which is why I think, big picture, he's the right one to be, you know, heading this team into the future, but... I look at the comments from Chris McFarland sometimes and I get a little skeptical. I go, all right, Chris, come on. You know, there's a little GM speak at the draft. He talked about how he didn't want to move 27 or 31 and they didn't really look into it. And then Sackett comes out and says that we're trying to do whatever we can to improve our team. I said, all right. You know, I I love the move to move out Newhook because, as I said many times, I didn't want to pay him. All they traded were his restricted free agent rights and they got back huge haul including Ross Colton from Tampa who's a hell of a player. So I like what they did. Essentially the goal of what the avs did was to boost their bottom six and they did that. They're tougher. They're probably better overall. There's a little bit more skill down there now. But Kyle what I what I feel like they needed to do and have felt like they've needed to do for the last two seasons. Agree. Yeah. They didn't they didn't go after their top needs. I mean, they brought in Ryan Johansson, and to me, the jury is way out on him still. For him to be a productive player at your second-line center. And again, you didn't replace Gabe. You didn't replace Nas. Like, we're still in that position. And Sam Girard is still on you. Just saying. So, while I think the Avs got better, and they brought in, you know, they brought back Cogliano yesterday, one-year deal as well. And they all- didn't
0: think that was going to happen. Cogs?
1: Yeah. No, Helm I thought would retire. Okay. Cogs I thought would be back. I just okay. didn't know about the neck. Because remember, he fractured the neck right, at, right. The the, at the
0: end of that or playoff that, series. You know what? I'm, I'm lying. That was comfort
1: Yeah, well, comfort Yeah, yeah comfort yeah. And he is gone. Yeah. comfort went five years by 5.1 to Detroit. Eating ice cream with the enemy. Get the money, man. Yeah, but that's the wings, man. It, it, that's it was, a little unsavory, no? They, they wrote the check. That's okay. I'm happy for him. $25 million over five years for Comfort. He deserves it. It's a much bigger check that the Avs would have ever given him. And again, the the other move the Avalanche made was they brought in Jonathan Drouin, who was a linemate of Nathan McKinnon back in junior hockey when McKinnon played for the Halifax Mooseheads, and the two of them had quite the chemistry. It's a one-year, $825,000 deal, and it's a total flyer. This is a guy who was, I think, a top-five pick in the draft, but he went to Tampa, never really produced there. He's had a couple of good years, but lately in Montreal, he's just kind of been hurt and wasting away, so the Avs – Take the flyer on N. and again, they're just pl- they're playing money ball here in 2023, 2024. Something's
0: going to stick. That's Hopefully. what they're doing. It's amazing how the money works in hockey, right? When you say five years, $25 million. <laughs> it's like five years, $25 million. We're not moving nothing for five years, $25 million in the NBA. Nothing, oh you my got, God. I, I, I can't wait to talk about that because it's, it's just it's amazing the difference in the two sports, man.
1: So, to recap in total, the Avs add Ryan Johansson last week. They add Drew N. yesterday. Those guys presumably slot in first line and second line. I think with Drew N. in the fold, he probably plays alongside McKinnon, and it means you most likely bump down Rantanen to line two, or you just put Lecky down there, and then you got Lekin and Nachushkin, and Johansson on your second line. Your third line currently as constructed, Miles Wood, Ross Colton, and Logan O'Connor. And your fourth line, you've got Andrew Cogliano. They traded for Frederick Olafson from Dallas. I don't know if he's actually going to play or he's going to be an AHL guy, but they probably have a few more small depth moves. But if they do that, Kyle, they're going to have to use the LTIR money. And that's probably my biggest criticism of how they've approached this summer. They could have gotten an impact player, but they didn't really want to use Gabe's money, even for one year. So they've got 7.5 just sitting there, and they're not going to touch it
0: now do you think they're waiting right is that a possibility that they're waiting for the trade deadline no, okay not this year okay
1: i think they told us all we need to know about how they view their own team this year i think they did i think they told us that they're gonna wait for gabe again which
0: good luck yeah that's a roll of the dice that's tough and and, and you know as I'm, I'm looking at the rosters like man they probably had close to 50 percent turnover just from the championship team oh oh well, huge it, it's, it's amazing let's think of the guys, guys who percentage. aren't here go ahead Kadri, yep Kemper yep
1: Burkovsky Kubel, Eric Johnson Jack Johnson at the moment so we were at six yeah. you already put Kamper in there. seven you already put Kemper in there yeah I mean that's at least seven at least I'm sure there's somebody I'm missing oh uh Nico Sturm eight yeah yeah man that's a lot like yeah. it's not the same team and that's you know I brought this up with James last week I said, I know the Avs are still, per Vegas, one of the favorites in this league, but my eyes tell me differently. Like, the Avs are a little bit better. There's no doubt they're a little bit better than the roster that they had with Evan Rodriguez. Well, there's one reason for that. McKinnon. Right? You, you still have McKinnon on your team, Sure. And right. McCarr and <laughs> Rantanen and Devontaeves. And so it's not like you're devoid of talent. Right. But they're, they're better, but are they good enough? That is my biggest question. I think heading into the season, nothing in my in my eyes, nothing has been done to silence the questions I'm going to have about the second line. Nothing. I don't have faith in the guys that they brought in. So up top, they're yeah. top six. Bottom six, I think they got way better. Well, top six, I think they played it a little cheap. I do. I well, think they they could have been a little bit more aggressive. If you're if if you want me to be honest with you, I think so. Well, now now hold on and, and before before you say this. If it works out, he's going to look like a genius because they're all affordable deals, right? They're all affordable, very low risk. What if it
0: doesn't? Well, you call it the bargain bin. Right? That's kind of what I felt a little like. bit. But if you add that to the list of the things that you haven't felt good about over the last year and a half, I think the ABS are in a good spot.
1: Yeah, yeah. Again, like I, I just, I, I, I want them to capitalize on their window the best they can. And maybe the feeling inside that building is without Gabriel Landeskog in the fold that no matter what they do, they just might not have enough. And we know that they went to Pierre-Luc Dubois, who went to the Kings for eight years, eight and a half million, who, in my opinion, would have been the perfect fit at Second Line Center. But he said no. And they offered him a one-year deal to kind of be their Landeskog replacement. But that was the other comment that kind of got me scratching my head. Sackick said that he wanted to build the team on one-year deals. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, how the hell do you build a contender with one-year deals? You know why? Because in hockey... Players don't want one-year deals. Players want term. You don't get paid enough average annual value in hockey. You want the longer contract.
0: Well, and and, and the year off of your hockey career, right, um, puts you in a situation similar to what Kadri was in last year, right? They didn't want to pay him the money because right. he was too old, right? Yeah. So the closer you get to that 31, 32-year-old age mark, right, the less – you're going to be able to actually uh, obtain that long-term security in hockey. And like you said, they don't make any money any doggone way. So, you know, yeah, I want the $32 million or whatever it is over the next five years that I'm going to be able to get from Calgary or whoever. In the NBA, free agency started on Friday,
1: and Bruce Brown got paid. Oh, oh boy, did he get money. I mean, we are here for
0: a good time, not a long not,
1: time. No. Bruce, should be. be going anywhere? Hell, no. That was all. You Money. know what? As I said the other Money day, isn't
0: everything. As
1: I said the other day, the liquor made me do it, and I'm <laughs> I'm totally fine with it. I am. That that was an all time parade moment. We all knew that that really wasn't true. And again, I'm glad it's not. I'd heard that Michael Malone, Nikola Jokic, and Jamal Murray were making a bit of a full court press to get Bruce Brown back. But if you look at the deal that he signed with Indiana, He's I mean that's twenty two and a half million. The most the Nuggets could have offered him for this year was seven point eight. And so I thought to myself, oh, are Jokic and Murray and Malone going to get together and just split the difference? Like, how? What? What would you say to a guy? I feel like it's almost disrespectful to say that. Like, hey, let's run it back. Ah, that's a fifteen million dollar, you know, more a year contract that I could sign. I, I'm good, buddy. Well, I, I, I we got our rings. It was fun. Memories forever, brothers forever. But I'm going to make off.
0: three times the money uh, it, next year. As a matter of fact, as soon as the ink is dry, I'm going to make three times the money. I, I I don't take it as disrespect because it does. Uh, communicate a level of appreciation for what he did for the team. So so the fact that we want you around and the fact that you were on a one-year prove-it deal and that nobody wanted you on the second day of free agency and that this is one of the best Denver stories ever told in terms of acquisitions and contributions, the appreciation communicated in that. I don't take that as disrespect. And I don't think he should either. But the fact that, you know, you were going to be able to pay him $7 million max and it was going to be a well, next year we'll be able to hit you, hit, break you off a little bit more change, mm. right? Because that's what it was. I don't think they could have got to much more than thirteen or fourteen next year, right? Um, so it, it made sense. His agent got to him, talked some sense into him. Probably his mama. So some of those people say, "Now look, Bruce, it was nice, mm-hmm. but go ahead over here to Indiana. You're not so, gonna win nothing. My mom don't have to say nothing to me. The <laughs> money it? talks. That's who's talking. His yeah, agent. that's who's talking. It was his agent."
1: There, there were some big moves across the NBA. Of course, you know, I don't know that it came to anybody's surprise, but Draymond Green going back to the Warriors. Nobody else wants Kyrie back to Dallas. Chris Middleton back
0: to Milwaukee. Don't skim over that because you didn't think that was going to happen, Kyrie. Ky- no,
1: no, I thought Kyrie would go to the Lakers. I thought eventually LeBron would just would would crumble again. But he didn't make that mistake because you can't make that mistake. Right. You can't. I mean, I, in a million years, I'd never offer Kyrie Irving $125 million. In a yeah. million years. No, thank you. In a town that big, there's still not enough
0: room for Kyrie.
1: You know why I wouldn't do it? Because if Dallas doesn't figure things out in the next few years, Luke is going to want out. And that is not the basket that I would have placed my eggs into. Even if I traded the for today. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. you kidding me? That he, basket's a, got, got some killer. leaks. He's a, he's team, a team killer. Team. You know, somebody said to me, well, look at what he did with the Cavs. I remember being in the locker room 2016 team with him and LeBron. You know, there there was a reason that that reporter asked Kyrie if LeBron has been somewhat of a father figure to him. It's because that's how they acted. LeBron acted like his older brother. Kyrie would joke. Kyrie was much younger, but he would joke around in the locker room and constantly be looking for LeBron's approval. It was constantly about LeBron's approval. Was that the Flat Earth days? No, this was. I think that I think the this was before that. No, I think this was before that. Okay, and because I think the Flat Earth days, if I'm not Boston. mistaken, yeah, were Boston, and yeah, it was Boston. But again, those Cleveland teams, he knew his place. And that was the only time I ever felt like he actually had a clearly defined role. Outside of that, and ever since then, his ego has just exploded. And I know guys who played with him and who are friends with him. And everybody says, I don't know what his deal is. Like. Nobody knows. He's, he marches to the beat of his own drummer. So, look, that's Kyrie. I don't really, honest to God, want to spend any more time on him. I just, I, the guy makes my skin crawl at this point. The other thing that happened in the NBA, you're talk about players getting paid. Yeah. And we talk about Bruce Brown getting 22 and a half. Did you see some of these max extensions that were handed and out over the weekend? Them, right. Desmond Bain, the Grizzlies, becoming the first $200 million contract in team history. Desmond Bain, he's a hell of a player. Don't get me wrong. But this is a new NBA. If Desmond Bain's getting two hundred and ten million, D- D- Desmond Bain,
0: that that's a we can't let you go anywhere else, deal. Mm. Right? Oh, well, it's, that's a we, that's a this is how it works this. now, deal, right? Oh, yeah, or, or, yeah. Or when quarterbacks are due, sure, right? In sure. the NFL, okay, now you're going to break the bank, and the next guy's going to be the record setter and all that. So it's a formality, I think. Don't don't be taken off guard.
1: Fred Van Vliet to the Rockets. Go. 130 over three years. Good for him. Again, wouldn't have wanted to pay Fred Van Vliet that, but they did Gabe Vincent from the Heat to the Lakers. We all know Gabe Vincent well. You know, we saw him in the NBA
0: finals. Got something that they needed and them shooting.
1: Oh, in a in a real in, way. Yeah. The, so by the way, Lakers have had a very nice, very nice offseason so they far. Have. They brought in they have. Cam Reddish. They bring in Gabe Vincent. Austin Reeves came back. Austin Reeves, uh, Rui Hachimura, they got go. a new deal done.
0: The only one that makes me scratch my head with the Lakers is bringing back D'Angelo
1: Russell. Yeah, they did. They brought back D'Lo. Well, yeah. they had to. They kind of had to. Why? Because they, they moved him, and they need a guy like that. If they can find a way to get his confidence right, they don't have anybody else. But he disappeared on him. Yeah, but they only he got, got him. out disappeared yeah, on But him. it was two years, 37. That, that's, a, that's a screaming deal I for hear, him. I Bruce Brown just business. got 22 and a half. <laughs> okay. Look, and they should have been after him. Probably, and they were, but they didn't want to use more money because they had to retain some of these other players. Yeah. The, the most entertaining part about NBA free agency so far, and, and it's not even close, so we'll get to all of this reaction here coming up because there's tons that we haven't discussed, but the funniest thing, in my opinion, was Portland paying five years, $160 million, to keep Jeremy Grant, former nugget, around. And <laughs> trying and to prove and that. trying to prove to Dame that that's how they were going going to win this year, right? They're going to build around him finally this year. Every summer, Dame comes out and complains.
0: Every summer, Kyle, but I'm staying. Yeah, but I'm staying because loyalty matters. Yeah,
1: where's loyalty gone in today's day and age? He, he,
0: look, Bradley Bill bl- blinked, and Dame said, "You know what? I'm cool."
1: Yeah. Well, Dame is most likely going to end up in Philly. When Derek and I had Matt Moore on the show on Thursday, I asked Matt to drop a little bombshell on us, and he said, hey, watch out for Dame going to the really 76ers. Uh, he the he wanted Miami. Miami. That was it. End of list. He came out last night. He said, Miami, end of list. He wants to live in Miami. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell you this. It makes way, way more sense for that whole situation, for him to end up in Philly. But if he doesn't, again, I won't be surprised. I've, here's what I tell you I think's going to happen. I think it's going to be a three-team deal between the clippers, the blazers and the sixers. I think Tyrese Maxey is going to go to Portland. I think James Harden is going to go to the Clippers and I think Dame is going to go play with Joel Embiid. That's what I think's going to happen. I don't think Miami has the pieces to get that done. I heard they they were looking for a three-team deal, you know, and a third team to loop in so they could ship out Tyler Hero.
0: Well, there's there's got to be a third team because Dame, one of his contingencies is that he doesn't want whoever acquires him to give up too much. Right, right, right. And that's completely impossible. <laughs> you Can't have your cake and eat it too, Dame. going to stick them up, and they should. They probably should. Yeah. They probably should. The Spurs make a lot of sense, too. We can talk about all this stuff.
1: Yeah, we got a lot to get into, but there's one specific area with the Denver Broncos. And Kyle, I don't know what it is. For some reason, I keep finding myself more and more and more optimistic <laughs> about the broncos in 2023 and i found another reason yet again for optimism that's next you're glowing denver sports station 1043 the fan presents matt smith and kyle reese Smith and Kyle Reese on your Sunday morning on Denver Sports Station 104 the fan on the Ramoslaw.com text line 303-713-1043 and feel free to chime in Twitter isn't going anywhere you moron you know they told Tom at MySpace that too Ooh. you know Ooh. what's funny is the world changes and people adapt and people evolve and when you ruin a good thing that may not actually go anywhere. You could still pay to use it if you want to pay to use it. But the thing is, is that's never what it was intended to be. Social media is not supposed to be about that. Social media is supposed to be about freedom of expression. And something else will come in and take its place. And whether or not it stays, I won't. Right? So so that's that's the key, right? It, it, it's all about it's where the, the trend users. is. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's all about user experience and being user-friendly. Somebody else says Elon Musk is the worst. Ah. Tough to disagree. All right, so there's something that I found out about the Broncos this week. Well, maybe not found out is the wrong way to put it, but I thought about it differently, okay? Okay? So I came across a stat. In the last two years, the four-man combination of Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, and Javante Williams have only shared the field together for 164 snaps out of over 2100 the last two seasons that's two games basically less than eight percent combined yeah. the last two years so it also got me to thinking did we give injuries enough credence in just how bad the broncos were last year
0: Oof. and it happened early right tim patrick was in camp it's like Jamal four Williams was the raiders game Um, You don't think about Garrett Bowles, Garrett Bowles, Ronald Darby went out in the uh, Colts game. There's a lot that happened early on in the season. And unfortunately, it fell, you know, right on Russell's lap because he was supposed to be the uh, because one, he didn't play well. And he was supposed to be the one that corrected all of those things. He was. Yeah. Yeah. Did he do that? No, Eh, that's I think that's an easy answer to that one. But that's a bummer. No, you're right. You're right, we, we you didn't account for all the injuries and the fact that Latavius Murray had to come in and run inside zone and bang his head for two yards for the rest of the season, basically. So, yeah, there's, there's not something to Latavius it. You're not
1: giving Latavius enough credit, man.
0: Latavius Didn't he, he played, rip off
1: like four yards per carry while he was here? Well.
0: Yeah, he played really he well. He played well given what he was asked to do, but – but there was no game breaker at that position.
1: Of course not. There were no. There, yeah. there was no game breaker at any position offensively, except for Jerry Judy. Yeah, that's the. That, I mean, that's just the fact of the matter. And Judy didn't show
0: up till the last six games of the year. And so, consequently, by design, if you don't have someone, you can't have a, an efficient play action game or boot game if you don't have a threatening running game.
1: So here is the list of non offensive line with over five hundred snaps of offense last season. Because if those four guys have played less than 8% of the snaps the last two years combined, it got me thinking, well, who is play- who was playing, right? So here's the list of non-offensive line with 500-plus snaps on offense. Russ, number one, 961 snaps. Cortland Sutton, number two, 882 snaps. Jerry Judy, number three, 713 snaps. End of list. That's it. End of list, three dudes over 500 snaps. Now, Dulcich had 497, so if you want to put him in that category, fine with me, put him in that category. But outside of that, Kyle, here are the next 11. Kendall Hinton, Latavius Murray, Eric Tomlinson, Eric Salbert, Chase Edmonds, Melvin Gordon, K.J. Hamler, Brandon Johnson, Andrew Beck, Albert O., Brett (sighs) Rippin.
0: That is a rough list. two, Two games.
1: And he was a top 15 non offensive
0: line snap getter last year. Kendall Hinton, the fact that Chase Edmonds is even because he was a mid season acquisition, right? Chase Edmonds almost had 300 snaps last year. That's amazing.
1: So you're losing seven of the top 15. You lose Murray, Eric Tomlinson, Salbert, Edmonds, Gordon,
0: Andrew Beck, and Brett Ripp And you actually feel better about your team. Of that, course you do. The, that's the crazy part about that is that you, you lost so much of your air quote productivity from last year um, that you have what's called now addition by subtraction.
1: I mean, you're not winning football
0: games it's just with, talent with, level. With, with that personnel. It is what it is, yeah.
1: But that's the thing is you're not winning. And so as I've been pouring through some of these numbers from last year, the last few weeks, kind of trying, I'm trying to project for this season based on something tangible not based on a gut feeling or like we did last year with Russell, just it's something we've never seen before. How do we think it's going to go? No, we actually have some concrete data as to why it was so bad. And obviously there's other factors. Russell wasn't great. Russell was injured. Nathaniel Hackett, the whole
0: operation was so dysfunctional, but a big part of it was also personnel. Yeah. Uh, Well, and, and it's really an oversight on our part because this is the thing that is actually tangible. You can you can measure health, right? Who's available, what starters uh, were available, those kind of things. There's, you know, there's things that happen in locker rooms like chemistry that you can't measure, but we can absolutely say, man, the availability of their receivers or lack thereof impacted the football team in this way. And so the fact that we're not having this conversation or maybe we're just so disgruntled with Russell Wilson last year that you didn't allow yourself to have this conversation. I think that's what it was. It's an oversight. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I think we were
1: all – expecting at the bare minimum competency and the fact that it wasn't there it was just much easier to dump the blame and again it wasn't like he didn't bring it upon himself because he did he was the most sack quarterback in the NFL and a lot of them were his fault the dysfunction was not just from Nathaniel Hackett it was also from Russell Wilson using cadences that they didn't practice in practice you know, I mean, the State of the Union quarterback. Oh, we I'm, we're not doing that again. I'm not going through the list. If you want to reset it, go back and read why. Read about the 2022 Broncos. But I'm assuming that you all understand because you watched it just like we did right. last year. And when we're looking for reasons to be optimistic, I think this is yet another one that they haven't had a chance to prove to us altogether what they can do. And again, there's blame to go around in other spots. George Payton, you know, ownership, the that whole situation in the last, what, 10 years or so. But more than anything, Kyle, I think when you get more talent on the field, which they have, they won. And you actually have the right leadership in place to utilize that talent appropriately. You really could see a five-win swing from last year. You could. Five to seven even, honestly.
0: And you got a little hint of it at towards the end of the season. Uh, when Jerry Rose, uh, Roseburg, Rosberg Roseburg, uh, took over, right? When, when you get things buttoned up it, and it looks a certain way, they played a lot better, right? It didn't necessarily get you a win versus the Chiefs, but you played better, right? You, you compete harder. So if that's a glimpse of what they'll look like when healthy, you do have a reason to be optimistic for sure. Yeah. And
1: more than, more than that, it is Sean Payton. That is the biggest source of optimism in my eyes for 2023 it's removing everything that didn't work it's putting the system in place to raise the standard joel clatt told coach prime on that show a few weeks ago culture is the standard and the standard in broncos country has fallen to the point where it's not just about the bottom line the wins and losses the results it's also about how you approach things it's it's about how you prepare it's about how you get your body right And if we just look at their actions, not their words, just their actions, their actions have significantly improved over this time. One year
0: ago, well, and it's about how you manage your personnel, right? Are you kissing your quarterbacks behind? Are you just glad? Are you glad because he's here, right, Russ? We don't want to, we don't want to offend you. Well, what do you like? They were, they were
1: willingly doing that, though. See, that's where I don't really want to. I kinda want to make a correction there only because they willingly gave him the keys. They wanted him to be another version of Peyton. Okay, let's define they. The Broncos. Okay. George Payton. Top top from the top top down. Define they, it's George Payton. Okay. Yeah, George Payton was the one. He handed Russ the keys. Russ came over and negotiated the contract to have all of that in his in in, you
0: know, in the building. And you re up before he played it down for you. There there are a lot of things that went into Of course just just the complete Oh, what you say? Put your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Now they're now they're completely committed. They're overcommitted to that. <laughs> the eggs broke. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> dropped the basket. Somebody tried to salvage this thing. They did. And, no, I get it. No, you, and you make a great point. I, I think the the point of the exercise or the conversation is to say there's a reason to feel better about the 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 team because of their overall health, and that you really didn't see the Broncos on the field last year. Mm-mm.
1: Yeah, you didn't. And when you couple it with the stuff that we've talked about at length the last few weeks, penalties, tied for the third in the league with penalties, fourth most pre-snap penalties.
0: Because these guys aren't supposed to be on the field any damn way.
1: That's part of it. And then you also have a dysfunctional system where you want to use the next man up philosophy, but the next man up is just as confused as the guy he's replacing. There you go. So, yes, there are reasons for optimism that I actually believe are concrete. And, again, as someone who has been really down on what they've done the last seven years, and rightfully so, I'm actually starting to see the boat turning where I feel like a lot of people in Broncos country are going, all right, let me, let me just wait and see it for myself. And I think that's fair because if we learned anything from last year, you've got to prove it on the field before, before we're going to believe it. But I think there's reasons for optimism. I think they're actually pretty good ones. Uh, the Nuggets made some moves yesterday to retool, but a lot of people are a little skeptical about a few of these decisions. I'll get Kyle's take. We'll do that next. It's Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan.
0: Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan presents Matt Smith and Kyle Reese. I get lost.
1: Matt Smith and Kyle Reese in your Sunday morning. NBA free agency opened up on Friday, and this was on the heels of the NBA draft the week before, in which the Nuggets came away with Julian Strother from Gonzaga, Jalen Pickett from Penn State, and Hunter Tyson from Clemson. Well, all eyes were on Bruce Brown, and Bruce Brown took his talents to Indiana? It'll be a fun year because it can make be making twenty two and a half and it'll have good property value out well, there. That's but but
0: that's the only fun you're gonna have.
1: Growing up in Illinois, man, my my aunt used my great aunt used to live in South Bend. So we used to take the train, South Shore Electric, from Chicago to South Bend. Indiana is not my favorite state.
0: Indianapolis is just you know there's a list of like ashy cities that I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Indianapolis is one of them. Uh huh. San Antonio and Buffalo. Ooh, those are both really good ones. Oh man, they all could use some lotion. I, they, remember. They really <laughs> I
1: remember when we would we'd be on the train. My grandmother used to take me. It'd just be the two of us, and the doors would open in Gary, in Gary, Indiana, <laughs> and you just have to hold your breath while the doors are. Open. <gasps> of course, the birthplace of Michael Jackson. Don't it want was just, none of that on me. <gasps> it was. It's unlike any other place I've ever seen. There's. It's like there's a. There's a cloud a rain cloud over the sky at all times but it's just the pollution from all the factories there in gary Ugh. it's
0: it's, it's not a it's not a place that i would want to grow up quick story my so my first gig in sports was super bowl 46 and yeah. that was in indianapolis sure and um and, and i was like is it always this kind of like boring mm-hmm. you know it, it it was super like it was cool it was you know they did a good job and it was clean and all those things but it was it, it wasn't what you expected from the Super Bowl then I went to New Orleans the next year I was like oh mm. this is how this, this is, is what was. this was supposed yeah. to be like now okay. now I see
1: yeah. now I see so Bruce Brown is a member of the Indiana Pacers which is interesting a lot of people were kind of giving them a little bit of grief saying well why would you pick Indiana they, they've got nothing for him. they got nothing going but if I'm Bruce Brown, the opportunity to cash out, the Pacers offered him $15 million a year more than the Nuggets ever could. And the second year is a player option, or or it's a team option, I believe. But is it is it even a question, Kyle, if you were presented that decision?
0: Oh, uh, look, th- there's things, as we talked about, that you check off your list as an athlete. You want a champion. First of all, you got to the league. All right? We're here. You signed a free agent deal, you won a championship, check, 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 now go get the money. We've seen this here. Even from the Broncos. When the Broncos left, and Denny Trevathan went and got his money in Chicago, right? Mm. That that Didn't work out well for the Bears. Malik Jackson went and got his money. It happens that way, right? So you you check these things off your list. Like vultures. They swarm to pick apart a championship team. There you go. There you go. And and, and it it just is part of the business. And we can't say as civilians that we would do anything different if we were in that position. Matter of fact, you shouldn't. No, no. But
1: from the Nuggets' perspective, this is a significant loss when you consider they had an eight-man rotation and sometimes seven in the playoffs. Yeah. You just lost a huge part of it. They lost their sixth man. So what do they do? Well, you got to figure out how to replace them, right? The news came down on Friday that threw every one of us off. Certainly when we were on air, we were having discussions off air about what are they doing. They brought back DeAndre Jordan on a one-year deal. And then they signed Reggie Jackson, two years, $10.25 million. Okay, the second year is a player option, which, again, why are you giving him that option rather than maintaining that option yourselves? So is this your Ish Smith replacement, or is this your Bruce
0: Brown replacement? It's more Ish Smith. Is tough. it?
1: Think about it. No, I don't know. That's why I'm okay. asking. Well, it is definitely it?
0: ain't Bruce Brown because Reggie Jackson played in what two games in the playoffs? Oh, I'm
1: well aware of how yeah. how little Reggie Jackson played right. ever since he got, you know, bought out, you know, acquired from the buyout market.
0: So it, it it can't be the Bruce Brown replacement. And I don't think the Bruce Brown replacement is um obviously he's not on the team right now and he may not be on the team. His contribution may not be replaced for 2 years, right? If you're cuz you're hoping what's going to happen is you hit on one of these rookies. Well, no, no, no,
1: not hoping. That is a plan. That's one of their plans. You, you want to know how far the Nuggets are over the cap? 52 million. Yeah. Break 52 the million. This is their Bruce Brown replacement. Yeah. I really believe that, that they that they are picking Reggie Jackson. And again, Reggie's the hometown kid, and he really didn't get an opportunity. And now with another offseason and a, and a full training camp with the guys, he will be more assimilated. And again,
0: I think there, you could do worse there, but not much. You know where this stinks? You really wish they didn't have to do, and they had to do it, what they did with Bones Highland. Because this, because he could be that player from an athleticism-only That was supposed to be the plan. That was it. It was supposed to be the plan. But, but his ego got, got in the way. And, yeah. and listen, they did what they had to do to preserve their locker room, and I'm not mad at them for that, but that would have been the move.
1: So they bring back DeAndre Jordan. They signed Reggie to this deal. They've got the three rookies. I'm not so sure that there's much else the Nuggets can do. I think they're very guard-heavy. They're going to have to find a way to bring in a legitimate backup five. Zeke Najee's going to be that guy? DeAndre Jordan's
0: going to be that guy? Okay. It's tough. Okay, I, And it's a small move, but Jack White is out.
1: Jack White is out. That is a thank you for bringing that up. Jack White did leave. He was a bench player, the Australian. He I think he went to the thunder. Thunder, Yeah I think he went to the thunder. I again, I brought, I brought this up all week, and I think I brought it up with you. Mason Plumley is the guy that I would love to see them target. I would love to see them find a way to fit him in here, but you're already 52 million over. They're most likely going to be over that second apron, the new CBA, and he's a vet, so he's
0: not going to play for nothing.
1: No, but I don't think he's – you know, what's interesting is Matt Moore was saying to us the other day that backup five is probably the most sought-after position on the open market right now because there just aren't a lot of those guys anymore. There used to be. Well, sometimes your starter stinks in a lot of instances, right? Especially at at center, right? Not everyone has a Nikola Jokic. And luckily we do here in Denver. Well. But but I think what what we're seeing here, Kyle, is a team that's going to be much more thin than they were last year. Oh, absolutely. I think they're still the best team in the West. But I would say that the margin between teams has decreased significantly. And they're
0: one injury away. Yeah. From being really average. Because who
1: got better? The Lakers, for sure. The Lakers, I would agree with you. The Lakers got better. I would say the Rockets. The, well, the, but they're not they're not part of the
0: conversation. Shh, but they got sh- better sh- than they were. Sh- Come sh- on, sh- you what? Dylan Brooks? You, you wanted to pay Dylan Brooks four years, eighty million? Do you see that number by the way? Two ten between the two players between, between
1: Brooks and uh, Van Fleet. Oh yeah, two hundred and ten million between. Fred VanVleet and Dylan Brooks, all to miss the playoffs. It's going to be wonderful. (laughs) You know why they did it, though. The reason they did it is because I believe it's the next two years Oklahoma City owns their first-round picks. So Houston doesn't really have any incentive to be terrible. Otherwise, they could just be terrible again. Yeah. But I would say the Lakers got better. Pelicans were interesting. Pelicans didn't do much of anything. All they they did was re-sign Herb Jones. I would say Jackson Hayes is out there.
0: Because he went to the Lakers. Again, I'm not yeah. worried
1: about the Pelicans. I'm not worried about the Rockets, <laughs> Kyle. I'm not worried about the Pelicans. You're, well,
0: you're having a conversation about who got better.
1: Yeah, I'm talking about play teams that are legitimately playoff contenders. Kay. Dallas, they, 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 re, they re-signed Steph Curry. Or, excuse me, Steph Seth. Curry. Seth Curry. Yeah. Dallas, I would say, not really. They Dallas no didn't really get better. Yeah. I don't know. The Clippers? If the Clippers bring in James Harden, that'll be interesting. Because you saw they... Resigned Russell Westbrook yeah Russ finally took a deal worth that was that that's actually a- representative of his value two years eight million dollars he he, he's he's a basketball. team guy he's a team he just, guy just playing
0: basketball he's a team guy what can I, I say well okay all right here's one for you Golden State with Chris Paul mm. did they get better now Dante DiVincenzo leaves yeah right and so they lose I don't in know about that one
1: okay I think the jury is still out and probably deservedly so There. Jordan Poole was a hell of a young player, but obviously it wasn't going to work as currently constructed. But again, Suns, did they get better? You got to say yes. I think you got to say yes. I don't know that it's going to put them over the top. (laughs) No, I think you have to say yes. Because Bradley Beal, if you add Bradley Beal to that starting five, then you actually have three contributors there. So I think the Suns probably got a little bit better. But they've got two players that are going to miss at least 20 games. Each, you mean three? Which one of those guys isn't injury prone? Right. The Eastern Conference is really where a lot of these the balance of power is. But what's what, what's even more interesting is if Dame does in fact go to Philly, like I anticipate, the Huggers don't have to deal with him in their division anymore. I will be thrilled to play the Blazers without Damian Lillard. That'll yeah. be really nice. But see,
0: and, and the thing about Dame is that you didn't even realize that last year was the best season of his career like that's how insignificant the portland Trailblazers are
1: i just think at the at the top like i said the margin between the best teams in the western conference has slimmed a little bit but denver to me still remains the class of the west they're just going to have to they're going to have to make a few other savvy moves here to make sure that there's enough because without bruce brown you may actually have to dip
0: deeper into your bench yeah in the playoffs well and 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 there's been some intentionality there uh, again, we we talk about Peyton Watson. Um, we were, again, it was a flavor of the month. He played for like a week, but he played really well. High energy kid. Can he come in and, and provide some quality minutes? Can he give you 15 minutes a game uh, next year? I, I think you're going to have to find the answer to that question.
1: Someone is doing something in sports right now that we've never seen and has never been done before and probably won't ever again. We'll discuss next Broncos training camp coming up as well as the Avalanche who made some moves To retool, did they get closer to getting back to the mountaintop? That's next.